Nation, welcome to week number three of At The Movies uh, 2022, and who am I? I am, I am Paul, I am, uh, someone's called Mr. Pastor Paul or Mr. Paul and Kid Zone, uh, but for you guys, I am Paul, Mr. Paul is actually my dad back there, and so uh, either any of those are well, and so I'm so pleasured and, and uh, glad to be able to join you and share a movie with you, and then share some, some stories from it. And so, a couple things. That was kind of fun, because we're doing a movie that's kind of CGI. And so, I thought it would be kind of fun, a couple of animator CGI movies. That maybe you can help me out. If you can tell, tell me the actor behind these. So, Woody and Buzz from Toy Story. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Tim Allen. I was feeling I didn't know. Like, does anybody know who's young Simba in The Lion King, who played that part? Kind of goes back. I'll give you, it was a 90s star. So, those that were grew up in the 90s. It was one of those kids in the home improvement. Nice. Very well. Very well. All right. How about, how about Rapunzel from Tangled? You might know Rapunzel from Tangled. It was Mandy Moore. Some of you that may know who that is. Uh, this one was interesting to me, especially because this actor I grew up with younger. Bolt from the movie Bolt. The one that played the dog Bolt. You might have any idea? You might hear it? John Travolta. John Travolta. And this one, this, I, I like this one. Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. was played by an actor. Billy Crystal. Nice, nice. Like that. We've got some movie buffs. All right, so today's movie is also one that used a large number of, of well-known actors and actresses, okay? And so there is a voice in there. Listen for it. You, uh, don't, don't use Google, but see if you can identify it a little later in the movie. And so here we are. Uh, I remember seeing this, uh, the cartoon version of this movie. It came out in 1973. I saw it. Years, a few years later, but I, I, was, I was born during that time. But we're going to check out a more recent version. <laughs> this came out in 2006, a live-action version today. But all of this is based on a book that came out in 1952. Check out this quick clip. There was nothing special, special about Somerset County. It was a deeply ordinary place. No astonishing thing ever happened there. The people who lived there were just regular people. And the animals, well, they were just plain old animals. They didn't question the order of things. So the days passed one very much like the other. But one spring, on a small farm, a little girl did something. Something that would change everything. Charlotte's Web. Uh, I like the entry of it. I've had to show that because it said there was nothing special about Somerset County. It was a deeply ordinary place. Nothing astonishing ever happened there. Just like regular people, just plain old animals, days pass very much one like the other. And it could be, it could be here. It could be Central or Denham Springs or Baton Rouge. It could be some country place out somewhere in Louisiana where you may not know it. But it's not the place that, that matters. It's not the place. It, it, it could be anywhere but it's the people. The people is what matters in our story today. And so the narrator continues. He said, he said big, uh, but one spring on a small farm, a little girl did something, something that would change everything. In this ordinary place, there was a person that would change the course of life in the area. And so our, our story today is about the lives that are shared together and how each of our lives affect one another. Uh, God created us to have one another in our lives. Matter of fact, God has given us one another as a family. We're meant to share life together. Your life is more than about just you. 
It was actually about you plus others. And so in sharing our family movie experience today, I thought it would be a quick review for our kids telling kids that are here. It's to let you know where we've come through in Kids Zone. We did a couple of movies. We did Lady in the Tramp in week one. And our point was this. You belong to God. Psalm 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord, the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all his people belong to him. You belong to God. Then in week two, we did, last week we did Clifford the Big Red Dog, which reminded that God has great big love for you. In 1 John 4, 16, says, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love. And all who lives, who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And so today we're going to discover another big, exciting, big idea. And it's this. God has given us one another. We're for, we're for each other. Us coming together in church, we're for one another. And so we're going to take a look at what happens when one little girl does something that will change everything and begins to make an impact into another life in this ordinary place. Born small? Careful. If I had been born small, would you have killed me? Of course not. A little girl is one thing. A running pig is another. There's no difference. This is unfair and unjust. How could you be so heartless? Come here. I want to show you something. You see that? Sal can't feed it, honey. Then I will. Absolutely will not let you kill him. Hey, when did Fern get a pig? Avery, it's rude to point. Give me that. Come sit and eat your breakfast. The bus will be here any minute. Morning. Thanks to early risers. Fern was up before dawn, ridding the world of injustice. Fern, put that pig down and get to school. Avery. See. Bye, Pop. Have a good one, buddy. It says here we're going to get a lot of rain this month. Family is enjoying breakfast, including a side of bacon, as Fern holds her little precious Wilbur. And uh, she, get, she goes on to say, Dad, it's unfair and unjust. And so Fern decides to step into the life of this little pig, who is just the run of the family. And so he had no chance, apparently, at least according to Fern's dad. But, you know, you and I have a voice, and we have ability to make an impact all around us. It's not necessarily a stand for a pig, but there are others around us that we can make and stand up for. Maybe it's unborn babies. Maybe it is persecuted believers in other countries. Maybe it's the person right beside you 
that you have, and they're maybe being mistreated or bullied, or they're just singled out for whatever reason. Proverbs 31.8 tells us this. It says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves and ensure justice for those being crushed. Proverbs 3.27 says, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. God has given us responsibility for others. And we see that Fern, well, she decides what she'll do with this baby pig. And so she's able to do something. And so she uses her voice and influence to rescue the little pig and makes a difference into her friend. And so we find where Fern holds to her promise to Wilbur. And it leads us to our first main point for this morning's movie. And it includes you and, other, you and others. And it's this, our commitment to one another matters. A commitment is beyond just a promise in our words. It means that we're there to help one another through ups and downs. We're all going to go through them. We were created with others because we need one another. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, 9 through 10 tells us this. It says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. We need each other. God cannot, did not create us to be all alone. And to figure out things on our own. But instead, God created, much like he created Eve for Adam, God created each one of us for one another because we need to share life together to, to get through the many things that we may face. And so we go back to our storyline, continues with Fern helping her new baby to grow. And, of course, her dad eventually says, it's just too big to grow this pig in this house. And so she finds a place, goes to a farm. Her uncle Homer uh, Zucker, Zuckerberg, Zuckerman, sorry, Zuckerman's farm, and goes out there, and she puts him there, and Wilbur's a little lost. He's unsure what to do. Uh, he's in a new place. He's missing Fern and trying to figure out his life. But eventually he does figure out a life that goes beyond the one he had with Fern. And instead, others are about to begin to become a part of Wilbur's life. We know the impact we all get as we share life with others. And so that may be very different from us. It's a picture of how God intends us to live our lives with others in it. Anyone want to play? Anyone? It's raining, you know. And you know what you get with rain? Lightning, typhoon, cholera, dysentery, frizzy hair, that sad feeling. No, good! What the heck is he doing oh. now? Hey, anyone want to join me? Mark, let's go! Let's go, let's, let's go, go, let's go! Let's not. How many times must I tell you? Just because we're sheep, it doesn't mean we have to follow. Think for yourself. No, 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 no. This is a barn. We don't play, we work. Some of us, anyway. Some of us? Are you implying, Ike, that we don't work? Because we work hard, thank you. Hard? You grow hair. (gasps) Grow hair! Good one! Excuse me. Oh, and is that your contribution to society, you gassy ribeyes? <gasps> Filthy hairball. Ribeyes. 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 But you're wasting your time. These animals won't play. What about you? Me? Well, I have to stay on my eggs. Oh, wow. Look at that. Otherwise, of course, I'd love to play. So why can't you play? Because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What about the rest?
rest of you? Don't any of you like to play? I haven't played on three empty stomachs. Oh, well, for us, you know, there's this whole smell of wet wool business. Ghastly. Ghastly. I'm afraid it's just not a play kind of place. But you're all friends, right? Oh, sure. We've been here together our whole lives. I'm not so sure being in the same place is the same as being friends. I'm not hungry. I just wanted someone to play with me. What's that? What is Oh, oh, oh. Could it be? <laughs> Slops! <laughs> oh, joy. It seems the pig slop has brought out the rodent. Moldy cheese. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did I have salami last night? <laughs> oh, yep. I guess I did. Oh, charming. Oh, disgusting. Hi there. Oh, oh you're a pig. Hmm? You're a pig. Pig equals slop. Hmm. The rat is happy. My name's Wilbur. Do you have a name, or is it just the rat? <coughs> Oh. Did you say just the rat? Your information, pig. The rat rules. We were here long before your kind and we'll be here long after. So you, you just keep that in mind next time you feel like reducing me to just the rat. You called yourself the rat. I can call me that. You can't. So you don't have a name? I, of course I do. It's Templeton. Templeton, great name. Can't help but enjoy the enthusiasm of Wilbur, right? Looking for some fun and play, and I'm like, what's your name? Templeton, great name. So I'm going to try that as you meet people today. He's like, what's your name? And they give you a name, great name. Proverbs 22.1 NIV tells us that a great name, a good name is more desirable than riches, and so I'll add that in. But what a special mix of personalities, right? Uh, some of us may be seeing some of the people that are in that barn Maybe in our own lives. You can't help but recognize the various attitudes and opinions that Wilbur faces. And you may get some of the same ones in your own life. And so Wilbur is surrounded by this new diverse group of people. And this is his life going forward. And none of them are interested in playing with a pig, right? But Wilbur questions if they're all friends. And they remind him that they have all been born together for their whole lives. And I heard a few people notice that, that quote. I, I brought it in. Is that... He gives a great quote for us to think about the relationships around us, and that is, I'm not so sure being in the same place is the same as being friends. Let that sink in for a bit. Friendships take work and time to grow, and Wilbur finds a place where a bunch of other animals have shared life together, but not necessarily in a way that has helped them grow in their relationship. Philippians 2.4 tells us this, Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. And so it brings us to our, our second point, is work in, in growing a life with others, and that is building true, true friendships matter. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, "As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend." We have to work at our friendships for them to work. We can't just be around each other, getting to know each other, if we're going to grow in our relationships. We have to we have to kind of sharpen each other and bounce things off each other. And sometimes we we rub each other wrong, even. Well, Wilbur's still trying to figure things out in his new home in the form with a bunch of unknown strangers at at, at this point. But there's still a certain animal that was out of sight he didn't get quite meet at that time. And so he is about to come in to his life and become a very meaningful part of it. Let's check out this person. I'm speaking. 
I'm speaking to whoever spoke to me last night. I suppose that would be me. Okay. I can't see you. Up here in the corner. The other corner. I'm sorry. I still can't see you. Well, move a little closer. I'll come down. Oh. Hi. You're a... Look, I've got a long day ahead of me, and I'm trying to get a little... Spider! Spider, get it away from me! Get it away! Get it away! All right. Keep your distance there. That thing is creepy. Come you're not being rude, are you? No, 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 no. I meant creepy in a nice way. You know, mm. creepy good. Well, still want to chat? Or are you going to join them? I've never met a spider before. Did you make that? Is that what you were concentrating on last night? Yes. It's amazing. Think you could teach me how to make one of those? Oh, hold that thought, please. What are you doing? Making breakfast. Oh, boy. Relax. First, I gave him a little nip to anesthetize him so he'll be more comfortable. It's a little service I throw in. Then I wrap him up. Then I just say grace because, well, that's always nice, and he'll make a perfectly delicious meal. So you eat flies? No, no, no. Mm. I drink their blood. Uh. Uh, lying down on the job, eh? Like a girl. That's disgusting. Well, that's easy for you to say. You have all your meals brought to you in a pail. I don't get that kind of royal treatment. I am a trapper. I have to catch my food. Which is why I make my home near you. Please don't hurt me. Well, since you said please. <laughs> And just imagine how many bugs there would be in this barn. No, actually, in the world, if spiders didn't catch them. Insects would take over the planet the way I see it. I'm doing everyone a favor. Except for the fly. <laughs> yes, except for the fly. I think now is the time for me to say salutations. What? Salutations. Oh, okay. I'll leave. No, Wilbur. <laughs> Salutations is just a fancy way of saying hello. Oh, hello. Hey, you know my name. What's yours? My name? My name is Charlotte. Charlotte A. Cavatica. Charlotte. Great name. Thank you. I've always thought so. Hey, since you've said salut, you know, that word. Does that mean we're friends? Hmm. I suppose it does. Yeah! Whoa! Yeah! Go, go see what's going on over there. What's going on? Hey, kid. What's going on over here? Oh, sorry. I just made a new friend, that's all. The spider. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, perfect. Oh, you picked someone even more despised than me. Oh, anyone despise Charlotte. She made that amazing web, and she keeps bugs out of the barn. Look at her. I mean, don't you think she's a little... Oh, what's the word? Ew! 
I think she's beautiful. I beg your pardon, she is hideous. Are we even seeing the same ruddy creature? I guess not. So sometimes we find friendships in unlikely places, even among those that may be very different from us. It takes the right perspective of us to see others the way that God does. And so for you guys, the voice of Charlotte, that is Julia Roberts. And so notice how the born full of animals looked at Charlotte with displeasure. Even Templeton the rat saw her as inferior to the low place that he held. And matter of fact, as they begin to describe her, they're like, well, she's ugly. And, you know, the rat says, ooh. Wilbur, though, called her beautiful. And so Wilbur celebrates his new friend and looks forward to learning more about Miss Charlotte A. Cavatica and her life. And as would happen, Wilbur would find that he could not have met a truer friend. And so Wilbur and Charlotte would take time to know each other better and understand the things that each of them could do. Unfortunately, Wilbur would learn that he is a spring pig, which meant that usually they would end up at the smokehouse, which was in the shadows of their born. And he would end up being Christmas dinner at that point. But Wilbert was upset at the thought, and so he begins to trust in, in Charlotte. And Charlotte tells him that she's promised to take care of her friend and not allow anything bad to happen to him. So Wilbur reminds her, listen, you're just a little spider. What can you do? But Wilbur's counting on Charlotte nevertheless, according to a promise that made to him, and she does not disappoint. it in my sermon. You can't tell a soul, but you gotta come up to the bar and keep it between me and you. Tell nobody she can get around. It's a word in spider-man's barn. for what you do, it's for what you are. Some pigs might smile a bit. <laughs> oh, the lifting of the head, nice touch. That's actually some spider, right? How unique and relaxed if we think about a spider. Well, there was actually a point in the movie, I couldn't get all of it, but where she, the mother goes to see a doctor and ask about all of these things and talks about how miraculous it is that a spider can spin a web without even thinking about it. And God created it to weave a web, and so interesting how it was used in the, in the movie. But I wish we had time to check out the whole movie. How many of you have seen this movie before? A few hands out there. If you've not, I would encourage you. Get a family movie time and check out the whole movie. There's a lot of great nuggets in there. And so, but God has given each of us unique talents and abilities, and it may be that those talents and abilities work together to help others along the way. And so we each have a purpose designed by God 
in our lives and our purpose is meant to honor God, but many times it is also there. It's the thing that God helps, uses us to help one another. Galatians chapter 6, verses 2 through 3 tells us this. It says, share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only in fooling yourself. You are not that important. Very pointed, pointed verse, right? We were actually made to care for more than just ourselves. Jesus reminded us that the most important and the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. And so Charlotte, Charlotte holds to her promise to help her own neighbor, Wilbur. And she finds it may take a little more commitment than just that one-time help. And so she eventually, eventually puts out another spiderweb headline that Wilbur is terrific. But sometimes there are also unlikely characters in our story that help more to show us how we all have a part in one another's lives, even if we and others think we may not. It's about time Templeton started pulling his weight around here instead of just eating it. I bet he could bring us some choice words. I got a choice word for you. A little word called, uh-uh. Well, that's two words. And here's a few more. Negative. No way. Nothing doing. I ain't breaking my back to try and save some pig. No matter how terrific you think the little lunch meat is. You'll sing a different tune when he's gone and nobody brings around those scrumptious buckets of slop. And three, two, cue the rat. Let's get one thing straight. I don't care about the pig. What I care about is the slop. Of course. And since I'll be at the dump anyway, and it won't take any extra effort, maybe, maybe I'll pick something up. You're very kind. Don't go spreading it around. What? What do you want? You'll need your strength. Oh. Thanks. And so we all need one another. Even a bragging, arrogant, all-for-himself rat. Kindness to one another goes a long way. The things we do for one another is never wasted. Brings us to our third point today, and that is what we do for others matters. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. No matter who we are, we need others to come alongside us to help us in life. God designed us that way. And so we, we all face challenges, and it takes those people around us to encourage us and build us up and take us on that. And so we see that even Templeton softened up a little bit and helped by Wilbur giving him his, his carrot, right? And so Charlotte does use a word that uh, Templeton comes back and proves that Wilbur's also a radiant pig. And so we begin to see a change in all the animals. They begin to, to kind of change how they react to one another in the process. And so Charlotte continued in her web designs with a little added push from Fern. Eventually, former, uh, former Homer Zuckerman decides that he's going to enter Wilbur in the county fair. And so they get out there, and Wilbur gets ready, and lots of things happen as they prepare to, to get, get out there. But Charlotte's not feeling her best. And so she, she realizes that things, Wilbur isn't totally safe, so she makes a promise to Wilbur that she's going to do whatever she can to help him. And so one final word, one final humble spiderweb from Charlotte for Wilbur gets enough notice to earn him an award, and it makes him invaluable to Mr. Zuckerman. And so we see Charlotte's commitment to her friendship with Wilbur pay off. Mr. Zuckerman recognizes the miraculous, the miraculous with Wilbur all because of a special relationship 
between a pig and a spider. Well, what can I say about this pig that hasn't already been set? I know a lot of you folks have come out to the farm and you've seen the words and a lot of you have asked me, how could this have happened? I don't know, but it has happened. In a time when we really don't see many miraculous things, or maybe we do, maybe they're all right there around us every day, and we just don't know where to look. There's no denying that our own little Wilbur, he's part of something that's bigger than all of us. And uh, life on that farm, just a whole lot better with him in it, really is some pig. Way to go! Magnet opus. Magnum opus. It means great work. It's a nutrient-filled, waterproof egg sac. Really? There's eggs in there? My babies. 514 of them. Wow! With 514 baby spiders all over the place, it's going to be really radiant in the barn. Wilbur, I'm afraid they're not going to make it back to the barn. What? What are you talking about? You're not going to leave them here alone, are you? I have no choice. I'm languishing. What does that mean? It means I'm dying. What? You can't die. Wilbur, we're born, we live, and when our time comes, we die. It's just the natural cycle of life. No, no, just climb down. I'll carry you the rest of the way. We'll go back to the barn and I'll take care of you. No, Wilbur. I don't even have the strength to climb down. You have to. You've done so much for me. And it was my great pleasure. Please come down, Charlotte. Please, there must be something I can do. No, Wilbur. Don't you know what you've already done? You made me your friend. And in doing so, you made a spider beautiful to everyone in that bar. I didn't do anything, Charlotte. You did it all. No. My webs were no miracle, Wilbur. I was only describing what I saw. The miracle is you. Charlotte is very sick. Yeah, and twisted. She's dying. She can't go home with us, so I need you to help me take her egg sack with us. Did you say eggs? It's an egg sack, and it's right up there, and it has her children in it. And I can't just leave it here. What if something happened to them? Now, we can't reach it, so I need you to get it for me. 
and I need you to do it now. I don't think I like your tone. Can't you just once in your life think of someone other than yourself? A little further. Once. Once? Come on. No, you come on. Who got his hindquarters pecked to make you radiant, huh? Templeton, that's who. And who interrupted the gorging of a lifetime so you could be humble? I, I think it was Templeton. Templeton, Templeton, Templeton! And do I get thanked? No! Well, has it ever occurred to you that even a rat might like a little appreciation? A little, dare I say, love? Do it and you'll get dibs on my slot for the rest of my life. Done. Hurry, up in the corner on the ledge! someone ends the rose there. I don't usually get tears in my eyes when I think of a spider dying or squishing one, but Charlotte was a little different case, right? Notice some of the final words shared between these two great friends at the end. Wilbur told her, you've done so much for me. And then Charlotte comes back and says, but it was my great pleasure. You made your friend, made me your friend. In doing so, you made a spider beautiful, everyone in that barn. I was only describing what I saw. The miracle is you. Our tongues have power in them. The Bible talks about our tongue and how it could do great things and also do terrible things. This brings us to our last point in talking about you and others, and that's this. Our words matter. True friendship recognizes the value of the other person. It's not about me, but always about that other person. Philippians chapter 2, 3 says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. The last word that, that Charlotte put in that web was the word humble for Wilbur. Ironically, that's in our Bible verse we just shared. And so our role in this life is to put others before ourselves, just as God did for each one of us. And so we can't stop the movie on a sad ending, right? Got to continue on uh, a few extra points. But we pick up, Wilbur returns back to Zuckerman's farm in the barn. And this time, the, her great, his great friend Charlotte is not there. And so the other animals begin to realize it. And they honor their friend and an unlikely, this unlikely creature. But not only that, but we learn how Charlotte's life made a difference in the life of that whole group of animals in that barn. And her promise held true. Now that isn't to say Charlotte was gone forever. She lived on in the hearts of those that knew her, and even those that didn't. 
Something had changed in Somerset County. It was as if people knew they lived in a special place now. And in small ways, they started being special people. A little bit kinder. A bit more understanding. And the animals felt different too. Closer. The warmth of their friendship carried them through the long, cold months. They showed it in little gestures of kindness, unusual patience, and promises kept. Even the hardest of hearts found themselves rising to the occasion. And finally, the greatest promise of all, a spring pig saw his first snowfall. It was as though Charlotte herself had shaken it out of the sky. One life, no matter how small, can make an impact on so many others. What Charlotte had done lived on in the hearts of those that knew her, and even those that didn't. Her small contribution in what she did spread to others. Even those that didn't know that it came from a spider, right? And the narrator reminded us that people realized that they lived in a special place, and in small part, they started being special people, a little bit kinder. Through all that, Wilbur saw and enjoyed his first snowball, snowfall. Charlotte fulfilled her promise even without her being there. And so we're going to wrap up our movie one final clip. Uh, Wilbur finds some new friends that carry on life. Charlotte's 514 eggs hatch into baby spiders that fly away into the atmosphere to make a life for themselves. But we pick up, though, as a few of Charlotte's children, they find the place where their mother lives seem like a fitting home for them and likewise create lifelong friendships. Salutations. Huh? Who said that? I'm up here. So am I. Me too. We like to stay. We like it, Hale. And we like you, too. You're staying? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's really, really great. Three friends. What are your names? I'll tell you my name if you tell me why you're trembling. Oh, well, I think I'm trembling with joy. Then my name is Joy. Joy. Perfect. What was my mom's middle initial? A. Then my name is Alania. Wow, great name. Why don't you pick my name for me? Something sensible, not too long, not too fancy. Oh, and not too dumb. Hmm, tricky. How about... Whoa, Nellie. Nellie, I like it. Well done. Joy Arania Snow. You have chosen a hallowed doorway in which to spin your webs. This was your mother's doorway. She was loyal, brilliant, beautiful, and she was my friend. I will treasure her memory forever. So to you, her daughters, I pledge my friendship. I pledge mine. I do too. So do I. Okay, I'd like to make a couple of announcements. First of all, if you gals are word lovers and you need a few scraps of paper for inspiration, don't look at me. My word-fetching days are over. I'm not the rat I used to be. I'm at least twice that. <laughs> so if you need something to write, try this. Some rat. Some rat. Think about it. Slow! 
And in an ordinary barn, an ordinary pig, a runt no less, stood surrounded by friends, welcoming his second spring. And that spring was followed by many, many more. All because someone stopped to see the grace and beauty and nobility of the humblest creature. That is the miracle of friendship. It is not often that someone comes along who is a true friend and a good writer. Charlotte was both. pig, a runt no less, surrounded by friends. Others in the lives of Wilbur changed the course of his life, and because of that, he recognized what others may have chosen to overlook, instead gave a new perspective. As the narrator finished, all because someone stopped to see the grace and nobility of the humblest creature, that is the miracle of friendship. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11 tells us this, so encourage each other and build each other up, just as you're already doing. Three points out, three kind of point things to leave you with is that you plus others equals friendship our relationships with others matter god has given us one another we each have one another and so god god put this very special for you this movie simple way you know using it as a modern day parable just kind of remind us that we we have one another we come together we gather in different ways and god uses those moments with one another to do great things our various talents may be different things maybe we rub each other wrong sometimes but in the process, we're growing in the way that God wants us to grow. Jesus laid down his life for you, his friend. John 15, 12 through 13 reminds us, this is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. God gave all he has for you. Jesus willingly sacrificed his own life for you and for me. In the book of Romans, the Bible tells us that God sent his son to die for us while we were still sinners. John 3, 16, God loved the world so much. Jesus calls us his friends in doing what his command is to do, to follow him. And so what does it take? All it takes is to simply confess. We just call out Jesus and say, Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. We, we accept him, we believe in him, and we just turn it over to him. Because the Bible says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so I'm going to take a moment. We may have some of you visiting the first time. Maybe you, you, you saw a movie and you're like, wow, I didn't think I'd, I'd see what God had in this movie. But maybe God's moving on your heart. Maybe you're out there and you say, you know, Paul, I, I want to be a better friend. But first I want to make my life right being a friend of God the way I'm supposed to be. And somebody ask everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes for just a moment. I'm going to give someone even an opportunity Maybe you've never asked Jesus. Maybe you've never said, Jesus, be my friend. Come and live in my heart. I want to live for you. I call you the Lord of my life. And if you're out there and that's, that's you, I'm going to ask you real quick. I'm not going to ask you, I'm not going to call you out. I'm just going to ask you, to, we're going to say a simple prayer. But just to kind of let me know that I'm talking to the right crowd. Just you, wherever you are, just raise your hand at me. Just say, you know, I, I really need to accept Jesus. I want Jesus to be my friend. Okay. Anyone else? Maybe you're out there and you say, you know, I haven't been the friend to Jesus as I should be. Maybe you've kind of fallen back. Maybe you're not following him the way you, you once did. 
You say, you know, I, I really want to go back and, and, and make, make it right and go back to doing the things I once did in my life. Maybe that's you. If you would raise your hand just, just for a moment. Just put it up right back down. Let's pray together. I'm ask. We got. We got all of us pray together. You know, I always remind that when I pray that prayer, it reminds me of what I did, whether it's for the first time or whether it's years later that you've done it for many years following Jesus. That you say that prayer reminds you of that decision you made, and also reminds Jesus that we're friends. Let's pray together. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for being my friend. You sacrificed for me that I might live with you forever. Come and live in my heart. Forgive me my sins. Help me to live for you for all my days. Jesus, I love you and I praise you. And I thank you for loving me the way you do. Amen. Well, thank you. Those of you guys that prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe it touched your heart at the time, come see one of us on the staff. Do we just know that, hey, we'd be praying for you beyond that? Because God has special plans for you. And we are. You're surrounded by friends here. And so we want to be good friends with one another. So I want one final prayer as we pray. I want to pray for you in your friendships. Uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up. Some of the people, you're already probably cringing maybe at the people that you may know are coming to Thanksgiving dinner even. But I want to encourage you that God made you, put you in one another's lives with a special purpose. Even that Templeton that may be there next to you. And so let me, let me pray for you as we send out. Dear Lord, we just thank you. God, as we just get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving this week, Lord, help us to remind ourselves that we're thankful. We are so very blessed, God. Thank you for putting others in our lives, Father, even those that may run us, rub us the wrong way sometimes. Lord, I pray that you would help every interaction, God, that we would use it as a blessing to know you've put special people in our lives, Father. Lord, not only that, help us to be the friends, Lord, that you've made us to be. Help us to create the relationships, Lord. We live a life together. We need one another, God, to live this life, Lord. You, you designed it that way. And so, Father, I pray over every person in this place, Lord, as they go, give them, keep them safe. Let them have a great time, God. Remind them of your friendship for us, how you loved us first. And, God, we just thank you for all you're going to do until we come back together again. We love you, Jesus. Amen.